and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about my trip to Portugal and how perfectionism reared its head. Welcome back. I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. I I, had such an amazing time, but it's so good to be back. (laughs) Well, that's the best (laughs) kind of trip, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, that's Um, good. I felt, you know, I knew I could text you and stuff and uh, we texted a little bit, but just having you in a different country for that extended period of time was most unsettling. (laughs) It feels weird, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's nice to be um, talking to you. Yeah, it is. It's good to be back into our routine, and um, and I'm happy to be sort of getting settled back in. And I mean, I I had a pretty great routine while I was gone, but uh, it was not a real life routine. <laughs> <laughs> but you created a good one. Glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. Get up. Pick one of two shirts to put on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get dressed. Walk. Uh, go to wherever I'm staying. Take a shower. You know, wash whatever I wore that day in the shower. Hang it up. Find somewhere to eat. And then um, go to bed and do it all over again <laughs> the next day. <laughs> well, I certainly saw your pictures on social media and the ones that you texted me. And, and what you just described sounds, <laughs> doesn't convey the beauty and everything, amazing things that you saw. Before we talk about that, though, I have to ask, did you wash your shirts in the shower while you wore it? Did you wear it in the shower to wash it? No, because it's really hard to take them off while they're wet. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of sad, though. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like that would be so convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it seems like a good idea, but um, then you have to take off wet clothes, which if you have ever tried, you would know it's nearly impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably fall over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and break a hip. So yeah. was it everything or some of the things you expected? Oh, do oh, we need to tell people where you went? And just in oh, case probably. First time I mean, it yeah. feels like I've talked about it so much. Like <laughs> everybody knows what I did. <laughs> right. Um, so I walked the uh, Camino de Santiago and I took the Portuguese route and I started in Porto, Portugal and then walked to... Um, Santiago de Compostela, Spain. And um, I took a few different routes to get there. And I ended up um, taking about 18 days. There are two rest days included in there. And I walked about 217 miles. 217, 1-7? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. In yeah. 18 days, two of which yeah. were rest. Wow. Right. 
that's some mileage. Yeah. Yeah, Mike did the math and was like, oh my gosh, it's like you walked a half marathon every day. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I've done it, you know, as you know, I've walked a couple of half marathons, like three yeah. of it. You're, I was always very tired at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. There were a couple of days. I mean, there was one day where I think I ended up at 17 almost 18 miles and and it was a hot day and I was pretty tired after Mm -hmm. that and and I was a little slow to get moving the next day but I never felt bad I was never like achy I never wow felt too tired that's Um, amazing and you never regretted your decision to do this never oh good never I I I mean there were points where it was like what was I this is so weird what was I thinking yeah (laughs) like why did I think this was a good idea but I never like didn't like it I never wished that I wasn't there Mm -hmm. but there were days where I was like this is such a bizarre thing that I'm doing Mm -hmm. yeah and and did you meet lots of nice people I did. I met tons of nice people. I met other pilgrims. I met um, I met just random people traveling, um, people I stayed with. Um, yeah, I met great people and all the Portuguese people I met. And then and then I was in the western part of Spain in Galicia, which um, is feels there not Spain. <laughs> they feel very separate from Spain, oh, different uh-huh. from Spain. They have a, their own language. Um, and that is much more similar to Portuguese than mm-hmm. to Spanish, interestingly. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was so nice and helpful. And it just, it really was. Um, and I I hesitate to label things the something of a lifetime, but this really was the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. It, well, it's, I'm just so I'm just so glad you got to take it, especially since she had to cancel it in 2020. Right. And you know, now you're two years older. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to delay it much longer, I wouldn't think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you'll go back and do it in 10 years. I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, there, there were people. I think the oldest person I saw was in their 80s. Oh my gosh! And then that's amazing. you know, there were there were people with you know young kids doing it um teenagers is uh, all ages really a lot of retired people yeah those are the people who have time to do it yeah gosh and i i I think twice about before going downstairs to get something (laughs) well it's so funny like it just it just really shifts your perspective so much like well you know i'm gonna walk three to six hours a day every day and you know thinking about like oh well i only have to walk three hours tomorrow like what am i gonna do all day (laughs) (laughs) and did you enjoy having all that time to yourself i envisioned you having all this time by yourself to think your thoughts and all that stuff was that first of all was that the case where you really enjoying solitude yes i was um i enjoyed having a lot of time to myself um at different parts of it, you would come across other people. I walked with other people sometimes. Um, and every so often, if I, you know, got tired of my own company, I'd listen to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just to, you know, sort of give me something else to pay attention to while I was looking around and, and if, if the route was pretty clear, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't have to be worrying too much about navigating or anything too. Yeah, I, I, while you were gone, I was thinking, I've been so busy and I was thinking, oh, man, having hours to myself to think, that sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad you got to enjoy that. That's just, yeah. yeah. Well, and also it was time to not think. Mm-hmm. You know, just, it was a just, lot of time to just sort of be super present in what I was doing and notice what was happening around me and smell the smells and listen to the sounds. And, you know, like I heard birds that I've never heard before. Uh-huh. Very cool. And, yeah. Um, so it was, it, was, um, it was a really good mix of everything. Oh, that's great. And the weather? Yeah. Um, a, a really good mix of everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, going into the trip, I was really concerned about heat. Mm-hmm. And so I was sort of focused on things that would keep me cool and, and sort of managing that. And then... Uh, the extended forecast changed and it was going to be raining when I got there. Um, So then all of a sudden I had to think about staying dry. And and so I did some last minute changing to my packing, which I wasn't super happy about, but worked out fine. Um, I was, I thought I would be cold, but it was, in the 70s when it was raining so I wasn't I didn't actually I wore I put on my raincoat once mm-hmm. and um and I just got too warm so I took it off it was easier to get wet and dry out you know all my clothes were quick dry mm-hmm. um it was easier to get wet and um let it dry than to overheat in my raincoat right wow huh. um yeah. wow so many questions. Uh, did you, I think I know the answer to this, did you record, did you keep a record of things you saw and so forth? I did. I I wasn't sure if I was going to share on social media or not. Um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I sort of stayed in my experience as opposed to, you know, getting lost on Facebook or Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. But um, I started sharing and Instagram limits you to 10 photos. So I would pick 10 photos from my day and then, you know, sort of share what the day's experience was. And it was actually super enjoyable for me to do that, to sort of go through what I had taken pictures of that day and, and decide what I wanted to share and how to talk about it and Right. And then p- talking about it in the moment, practically in the day. Yeah. So rather yeah. than letting your um, memory of the of what you saw dictate what you would say about it. Yes. Um, so that I'm so glad I did that. Um, and it also was really nice to get all the support I got from people who were responding to my posts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it felt like I wasn't doing it by myself right and you kept Um, a journal too right 
I did. I kept a journal, um, and I started a sketch journal, but um, that I did not keep up with. Hmm, Interesting. Um, Yeah, and I... It was, it became too much work, Mm -hmm. like to do pictures and then do, you know, to, to write and then, um, to draw. And so, and I, and I, I, this might surprise you, but I started to get a little perfectionistic about it. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Right. I would think that would be so easy to happen if you're making sketches, you want them to be really great. Yeah, well, and I, and I made a, um, I made my own sketchbook that actually unfolds so that it would become this big thing that I could frame if I wanted to. So I put a little pressure on myself. (laughs) Gee, suitable for framing. Oh, no. And all of them had to be suitable for framing for this to work. Uh, Right. So um, that went by the wayside. But I did keep notes of things that I wanted to draw because there was things that I couldn't really capture in photos um, that I wanted to draw something of about. And and so what I've actually started doing is going back and sort of looking at things and then and doing um, a sketch journal after the fact. Which is kind of fun because I'm like reliving it. Well, it's still fairly fresh, but I've, you know, so I did so many different things. I went to so many different places that um, there's plenty of stuff that I'd already forgotten about. It's like, oh, right, I forgot about that. So it's kind of nice to revivify it for myself in that practice oh yeah that's really that's that's really great and you'll and you'll end up with some potentially something suitable for framing or or for keeping on your shelf right and enjoying later and kudos to you for using the word revivify (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) were there were there other ways that perfectionism came up yeah when i I, um, as I mentioned, I sort of hesitate the label, you know, trip of a lifetime, um, because I, I feel like that is too much pressure. And also like, well, I hope I all, I have other really great trips. Like this can't be a trip of a lifetime because like, then what, what do I have to do next? Um, mm-hmm. and so, but I, but I, at some point I sort of realized like, oh, this really this particular trip is a trip of a lifetime because I it will I can never do anything like this again. I will never have my first, you know, walk of the Camino de Santiago. Like mm-hmm. it will this will can never be recreated. It, it will never be the same. And um, when I had that thought, then I that was quickly followed with like, well, I want to get it right. Like, I want to make sure I do that, do this right. Like, I don't want to miss out on anything. I want to make sure I do all the things, which is impossible. Right. Yeah. So you that added a little bit of pressure to you your, to your the way you were viewing what you were going to do. I mean, yes. I'm assuming you you made choices every day about what you were going to do. Is that right? Yeah, I did. Um, I made choices about route. I made choices about where I was going to stay. Um, I at, for the first probably week and a half, I just 
picked how far I was going to go and where I was going to stay either the night before or that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I sort of had a rhythm and I kind of knew how far I wanted to go every day, and then I, um, at one point, I just sort of booked the rest of the trip out. Oh, um, interesting. It was yeah. that, I'm interested to know whether having it booked out, what effect that had on you. Did it give you any peace of mind or make you feel hemmed in or anything? Um, it, it didn't. It was, it was nice to know that I had it all sorted, um, not just for that night, but that I didn't have to do it that night for the next night. Oh, right. That, it freed up a lot of time. Right. <laughs> and, and part of the problem was that, you know, I stayed at places with Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi wasn't always reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, or particularly fast. And so sometimes it would get really complicated and it, it could take an hour to find, you know, where I was going to go, how far I could go, where there might be a, um, a place to stay, how close it was to the route. Um, and it was taking a lot of time. And, and I think that's part of why this sketch journal got um, uh, set to the side early on is because after, um, you know, sort of figuring all of this stuff out, I was just too tired. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's so funny when you told me that when you said just now that you every day would pick the next day's route and where you're going to stay, I thought to myself, wow, that's the opposite of what I would want. Because that unknown would make me uncomfortable. And then when you said that at a certain point, you planned out all your the rest of your trip, I, I thought, oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> but yeah. it's interesting that you did it both ways and experienced it both ways. Yeah, and it didn't. Um, I mean, I really didn't want to have the experience of traveling like I have in the past where like I get into town and then I have to figure out where I'm going to stay. Like, I did not want to be going through that. Mm-hmm. But I, it didn't feel stressful at all to me to not have it arranged, you know, more than a day in advance. But what it wasn't stressful, it was just time consuming mm-hmm. and sort of annoying to when have to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I ended up, you know, sort of sorting it all out at at one point. I was staying um, sort of in the middle of the trip. I stayed at a nice hotel um, and with good Wi-Fi and that had a spa. So I like had a massage (laughs) and then I, they had um, tables by a pool and I sat there and ate my delicious, I think I had a salad for dinner and um, sorted out the rest of my places to stay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds great. Wow. Yeah. Um, any other perfectionism things? Um, it was a lot of like not like I don't want to get this wrong because and it, and I feel like um being by myself I was a little more had a tendency towards more perfectionism being by myself because I felt like you know the penalty for failure was greater being on my own oh, um that's interesting 
so I I didn't I didn't want to leave more up to chance like I didn't want to get off the route too far like I feel like if I was with mm. someone else oh, yeah, I, I would have been more likely to um, be a little bit more adventurous or um, you know sort of get I kept thinking of it as off-piste which you know means nothing it's like it uh, groomed routes if you if you ski in areas that aren't groomed it's called the off-piste oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know why that just stuck in my head that it was like oh I'm going off-piste today <laughs> how do you spell uh, piste p-i-s-t-e p-i-s-t-e huh. yeah not a word um, I've ever heard yeah so I it I think I w might have done more of that. Like yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to like sort of stick to the plan more. I wanted to, um, I, I didn't want to make mistakes. Yeah, that makes sense. It's riskier, own. riskier to yeah. Make it felt yeah. riskier. Yeah, but I, I, I have to say, I never, ever, ever felt the least bit unsafe. Oh, okay. I never felt unsafe by myself. I never felt. I mean, I never like it all felt completely safe um and i and i had um international service with my phone so you know i could use my phone i could text i had cellular uh data so you know i w i was never going to be in a in a bad situation mm -hmm. anyway like i i had a way to get out of stuff but i never ever felt like something even was remotely suspicious oh that's great yeah you're a rock star that's so good <laughs> so happy i'm so i mean it, it, i never crossed my mind that you wouldn't have an amazing time but mm -hmm. i'm just so glad that you did and that it was what you'd hoped for yeah it was it was sort of more than I hoped for it was in some ways in some ways it was like exactly what I was hoping for in other ways it was a little bit less than what I was expecting mm -hmm. um, because you know you just don't know what it's gonna be like but I'll yeah. tell you walking into the um, square at Santiago was amazing at like, the end at the finish line at the so end, to speak. Uh -huh. yeah and yeah, your husband was really, there, right? Right. He was there, and um, it was really funny. I I actually got lost a little bit walking in, because <laughs> um, it, it was there's this uh, crosswalk there, and it's a really long light, and so there's this huge pile of people, like tourists, not mm -hmm. just people, you know, not just um pilgrims but tourists and so the light turned green and i got carried off with this like huge pack of people and so i was just walking with a pack of people who were not going where i needed to go <laughs> oh dear yeah and so then i pulled out my phone and i was looking at google maps and you know this is a this is inside the walls of a medieval city so it's not like it's on a grid uh-huh right. and so it's like you know turn left and so i like turn left but then like you 
you can't get there from here. <laughs> so it was, Mike was actually watching me on Find My Friends. And he was like, you were like walking in circles. <laughs> and finally, what I did was I, um, I opened up Find Friends and I found him and I oh, then I got smart. directions to him. Oh, so smart. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was pretty funny, though. I, it took me about five minutes to um, reorient and get headed in the right direction. <laughs> but um, it must have felt wonderful to have accomplished it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it really did. It was just sort of like, wow, I, I cannot believe I just did that. Huh. Uh, yeah, look at me. <laughs> and you're so smart that you built in a vacation after that. So you didn't have to rush back to real life. And you can yeah. enjoy your time there where you weren't on a uh, um, walk. <laughs> I was right. going to say something else, but I stopped myself. And, uh, and um, that was just so smart. You got to actually relax and put your feet up. Yeah, and then um, when we drove back down through Spain and Portugal, I um, showed Mike some of the parts of my route, and so he got to see some of the things, some of the places where I walked through, and I got to see them in a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of just walking through them, I got to um, really kind of experience them and enjoy them in a different way. Which was nice. Yeah, very cool. Well, welcome home. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Um, do you have a trip of a lifetime planned? How are you going about planning it? And where is perfectionism getting in the way? You can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at Getting to Good Enough. You can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. On Twitter, we're at GTG Enough. Or you can head over to gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment in the show notes. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you.